day and welcome to the Larry Lakers Dribbling Chit Chat. It is time to ask the question, is there an issue with the Lithu? Lithuania, they found some issues with the United States. Were they just the perfect storm? And brother, brother, where art thou? Is there someone's brother? Could it be Austin Reeves that was part of this perfect storm with Lithuania. Who are they? How did they beat the United States? What's the story in the connection with Austin Reeves' brother? We're going to find out all of that and more coming up on the Larry Lakers Dribbling Chit Chat. Well, was it the perfect storm? Something was brewing. We've been talking for a while. What about the size of the USA? Montenegro got close. They were led at half time. So the perfect storm, something was building up for this USA team. At FIBA, for the first time, this competition, they were beaten 110-104 by Lithuania. How did they do it? Austin Reeves, Lakers fans. What's happening? Is it going to blow our minds? Reeves, his worst performance yet. People are already saying, what's going on? Reeves, we've been waiting for this. Or is it just a one-off? Will he come back tonight and really play well against Italy? He had um, foul trouble. He fouled out. He was just uh, one of four from the field. He had no rebounds, though, which is unlike Austin. Usually he chips in in some other way even if he's not scoring all the time. So no rebounds, no assists, no steals, or even his sneaky blocks that he's famous for. And they hunted him. Um, They really set up some low-pass play against him. Why? Let's find out. Was there an issue with the Lithu? This young man backed down Austin Reeves a couple of times and really took him to town. Nobody's been able to do that. A couple of teams had even bigger players try and back down Austin, but he's held his ground in the past. Was this a one-off or have they found something, a discovery that is going to possibly hurt the Lakers? Hopefully not. I think Reeves will come back, but let's see if there was an issue with the Lithu. Lithuania, have they raised questions not only about the US, but about Austin Reeves for the Lakers? The Larry Lakers dribbling chit chat. Oh, brother, brother, where art thou? Why do we ask this question? Well, we've already had the perfect storm there. George Clooney's been in both of these images. Unusual to be in two promos there. But who is the brother of Austin Reeves? Spencer Reeves. I didn't even know this. Spencer Reeves plays over in Germany. Some of his teammates are from... Lithuania, what a surprise. And they claim that he uh, revved him up a bit and told him to uh, put a little bit of spice into the game. He says here, nothing personal, says Karanauskas, um, just the love of the game. He said, um, a bit tongue in cheek, I played with his brother Spencer, so I talked to him before the game and he said, give Austin a little bit of trash talk. I'm sure he was joking, Spencer, so I give him some. Well, Mr. Karanowskis, you did well this time. Could I do it again? Is it the start of something? Oh, they're great questions. Let's talk about Spencer. 
what's going on there? Here's a great picture of him here with Austin at a uh, Lakers, Lakers home game, post-game, getting the great Reeves singlet. What a great privilege for a brother. About 6'3", apparently. Plays over there in Germany. He's played 33 games last season and has a very good three-point percentage. Only played second division college basketball. A little bit older than Reeves, but he's playing there. I think he's about hitting 28, and um, this man has a pretty good percentage there. Free throw percentage, not so good, but what a decent um, three-point percentage there, nudging up at 49 on those 33 games. Um, but so quickly, people were ready to uh, death ride the great game of Reeves, all the form, and his brother has come into his support, particularly when it was quoted that he told him to give him a bit of a rev up and challenge him. Um, look, it's good that see a little bit of uh, rivalry there from Lithuania, but um, Reeves' brother, quick to his defence, good on you, Spencer, what a brother. He says, look, it's as though people already had Austin Reeves' uh, tweets ready to rock there. Um, and he told that uh, in a little story there, perhaps at, on Twitter, and that's been uh, used also in um, Sports Illustrated, so credit there to that source. But good on you, Spencer, for jumping in. Good on you for playing basketball and uh, making a living over there in Germany, playing the game you love from second division basketball and third division, possibly even in the States. But good on you for playing at that level and jumping in to support your brother. <laughs> Other brother, where art thou? He's jumping in to support him now, Spencer. And was it part of this movie, The Perfect Storm? Things had been coming together. Signs were there against Montenegro. Signs were there in one of the practice games leading in there, I think, against Germany um, before the World Cup. So there's been a few worrying signs. The lack of bigs, um, Coach Kerr wanting to play small ball, People have worried about it. Um, perimeter defence has been strong every time when the USA turns up that dial. Some teams have trouble just from halfway to the three-point line, create turnovers, but the team that could have some big, good, strong bigs, we haven't really had it. We've been wondering what's going on. And some bigs that wouldn't be bullied by those guards. They had some big, strong guards as well, Lithuania. Here they are, two of the bigs here, of course, um, playing there for Lithuania, Jonas Valanciunas, and um, this man over here has been playing with the Sharks over there in uh, China, but has had some NBA history as well. We'll go back to the names in a minute. But Lithuania, 110-104, they jumped out courtesy of nine. Yes, nine three-pointers in a row. How often that's ever going to happen? 31-12 um, there at the quarter just shows what a jump they got that really shocked the US, I think, caught them napping. And then they've been off to slow starts too. Part of that perfect storm idea, I think, that we've been talking about, not just about the bigs, but they've been a little sluggish out. We've said it's the FIBA teams with that World Cup used to those FIBA rules that have been getting a good start, but could somebody keep it up? 
Well, it looked like they might not. Quarter two, they kept going, 25-23. Um, the US uh, only nudged back a little bit. So a lead that was out to 20 narrowed down a little. But quarter three, this is where I got worried for Lithuania. The defence from the US turned up. And some fouls on this man, Janis Valanciunas, that just seemed to be a little bit ridiculous. Two in a row, suddenly he was in foul trouble. Pressure was on the perimeter when they were bringing the ball up. You wondered if they could get over halfway sometimes there or to the three-point line and whether they'd run out of shot clock time. The US really put it in and you thought, hello, this is again one of these slow starts and they're going to overhaul their opponent. But, no, what a good game some of these champions had. Ted O from Sacramento asks, during the game, I got this little message, Ted O from Sacramento, who are these Lithuanians? And did Lamar Ball, sending his sons there, help in any way? Now, that's a famous story we'll look at in a minute, but this man, he, both of these players were great, and we'll find out a bit about all the players in a minute. But Brasdikas, what a star, a strong big guy that wouldn't be bullied by the other guards from the USA, guys like Anthony Edwards turning up the heat on teams. But these guys refused to go away and really strong play and hit some threes, as we know. But when the US put the pressure on, just when it looked wobbly, they did enough to come back, Lithuania. But did Lamar Ball sending his sons there really help? Well, that became a famous story, Lavar Paul. On his sons, Lamello and Leangelo, they had a funny skit on Saturday Night Live where he said, my sons are going to Lithuania. And that was a shock because most people would be going to college or maybe trying to play. I don't think the money was as established then in the G League. Some people have come down and played in Australia. But a surprise, and I don't even think it was the top level of uh, Lithuanian basketball. So that was a real surprise. But of course, it's been parodied here by Saturday Night Live that Lavarball would send his sons to Lithuania. Surprise announcement. And maybe it's been part of it, but I, I don't know that that's enough. They've had a great history of basketball in Lithuania, as we know. Here they are here, Jonas Melanchunas, uh, Kosminskas, he had a great game, as seen in that picture earlier. Brasdikas, these players were absolute surprise packet. Uh, Karanoskas was a surprise top scorer, but what happened was they spread the scoring evenly. The bigs here, Donatus Monojunas, he's the guy that we said had already been in the NBA, was the other big, and backed up at centre for Jonas Valanciunas and had a great game himself. Didn't have to have a 50-point game or anything. Everyone was steady. The thing that was awesome was jumping out of the gate with those three-pointers. Not sure if everyone could do that again or bank on doing that. But the fact that teams, Montenegro showed it before when we talked about the brewing up of this perfect storm. Something was brewing out there for a potential game like this for the USA that really raised questions about the small ball and whether they could always rely on a sluggish start and then pressuring teams just because they've got good, strong perimeter defense and such uh, great athletes that are putting pressure on the other team. Could they um, get away with that every time? Well, Lithuania has shown us that uh, it can't always happen. That This team, and that's beautiful because 
means all these games are exciting. Everyone's a chance in this. And Lithuania were missing Demanis Sabonis. He's had a thumb injury, as people remember there, playing for Sacramento. And um, the recovery from that injury has meant that, really, their best player wasn't even available. So, fantastic win for Lithuania. Good traditional bigs. That was great. Lots been made of Janis Valanciunas. But when you have a look at it, it was these big guards that wouldn't be bullied, um, hit the threes, but it's I don't think it's just these threes. You couldn't rely on hitting your first nine in a row every time. I think it was the fact these guards wouldn't be bullied uh, when um, defensively the USA turned up the pressure. I think that was a big part of it, that they're experienced international players, quite a lot of players have had some minor success or reasonable success in the NBA, but are playing um, in Europe now. Who stood out for the USA then? That's a great question there. From Clay Toe. Good on you, Clay Toe. 35 points, five threes and two assists. Anthony Edwards again looked like that mini uh, LeBron James that he's physically so much stronger and um, can get to wherever he wanted to go and get a steal when he wanted to pressure the ball. He looked like um, he really could turn the game just by flicking the switch himself. But to Lithuania's credit, when the pressure came on in that third quarter, they uh, managed to hold back and we'll have a look at that uh, trajectory of that game. Here they are here. Maritz in Memphis has a question. Good on you, Maritz. Thanks for being a listener. Could Lithuania win? Because he's in Memphis, he's saying, this FIBA thing's interesting, but what happens when you play a best of seven? Look, Lithuania, um, I don't know if they could win in a best of seven, but maybe that's the beauty of FIBA, Maritz, that um, the team... uh, prepares well and gets the jump. Uh, It's also nice that it's not quite like the NCAAs, that it's an instant knockout, that because of these pools, teams get a second chance. So um, if you lose twice, you're gone. But by losing once, um, the USA is still very much alive. And I think it sets up the pools nicely that some of these big physical teams have actually ended up on the opposite side of the draw from the USA. The Bigs raised some great questions about the US strategy. Look at him here. This is a great picture because Jonas Valanciunas and the big that we thought they needed to develop more, the traditional big Kessler, only on for a short period of time, got into a little bit of foul trouble, a bit of a a tap back and and a pump fake and a dunk finish here or or an and one um, with Jonas Valanciunas and uh, the great celebration, but they love playing for their country and they say that this guy no matter what his NBA season with the 82 games he's one of the first guys to put his hand up and say he'll play for uh, his country just like we have to give Luca credit every time there for Slovenia. Here we go let's have a look we said we'd uh, break down the game and let's have a quick look the shooting percentage That way we talk about nine three-pointers in a row, 
but it had to come back to some sort of parody. Look here where the green of Lithuania has jumped out there in that first quarter, moving into the second, and the gap getting up towards 20 points. Then a little levelling of their scoring as the uh, third quarter started. A little bit of that foul trouble and some funny calls against poor old Jonas Valanciunas. But every now and then there was a confusing call or travel or carry against the USA and potentially some charge calls that really confuses NBA stars. But usually they adjust and here you can see these adjustments and turning up the pressure. But a little flat spot here where Lithuania was able to get a couple of defensive stops, get a little bit of the game back, but look how close things got as the end, as you know, just the six points, but we're getting back, we're talking about four points, two points, riding out that pressure. Again, lot's going to come into question about this small ball approach and whether shot blockers, great NBA shot blockers are also able to rebound quite often. Jaron Jackson's a great shot blocker, but even in the NBA, not a significant rebounder. So let's have a look at this. 43 to 27. Break down those rebounds a bit more though. Defensive rebounds, 25-18. You think, well, they got the edge, yep. Yeah, but have a look at this. Double the number of offensive rebounds. Offensive rebounds against the United States. How unusual is that? I don't think you'll see it very often. The points percentage wasn't that much different in the end up here. Uh, field goal percentage, but the fact the three-point percentage was 56. How many teams could do that against the USA? 37.9, 40 is often a pretty good guide there for NBA shooters. So not too far below it. A little bit of a quiet night, but what a massive night here. The free throws, not much in it here. Let's have a look at the individual so we can give a bit of praise. It can't all be bad news, but let's have a quick look. Austin Reeves, unlucky there to be fouling out. Uh, he did get away with one. I thought it was a charge, and it went the other way against Lithuania there that I thought was going to be a bit of a, a, a turner of the, at least that portion of the game for Lithuania. I thought they were unlucky there. But less than 13 minutes, seven points, thanks to his accuracy from the line. The Lakers need that. Don't they? At different times. Uh, the fact he can hit 100% under pressure, oh, we'll take that every day, Lakers. But um, one or four here, one or two or two, zero or two on the three. Not that he's taken a lot there. Minus eight in his time on there, uh, but five personal fouls in quick time. Also in foul trouble, Jaron Jackson that we mentioned before in the previous slide. Sorry, that's Anthony Edwards who had a great game. We'll talk about it in a minute. But just the uh, three points there, Jaron Jackson, to go with uh, these rebounds. The massive one there, more better as an assist man in this particular game. But not a lot. Just one defensive rebound for Jaron Jackson. Uh, Jalen Brunson continues to be just this working, strong um, workhorse guard. Um, have a look at this. 23, 14 points in, on a day that wasn't a great uh, outing. Four or 10 field goals, sure. But look at this. Five or six from the free throw for consistency. Seven assists for consistency there. And four rebounds for such a strong, smaller player. Halliburton good on the assist as well. Not as much on the minutes, but not that many points coming for Halliburton, which is a bit unusual. He's never a great big point scorer, 
but just shows how classy he is and he sneaks up without you even noticing too much a sneaky seven there without even playing 19 minutes just under Mikhail Bridges not a great night although defensively I thought he was going to turn it up um, 14 points he's not always a high point scorer it's his defense great percentage in the shooting great percentage there of course and look at his threes and look at his free throws so Mikhail Bridges a good night I must apologize a good night for Mikhail Bridges Cam Johnson a quiet night Brandon Ingram a very much a quiet night the former Laker none of two at the three there a good range on his um, two-pointer he's able to get to that edge of the key and he's got that beautiful jumper that's almost unblockable almost like Kevin Durant that long lean height he has little lean back and he's just about six foot ten must be seven foot something he's reach so he's right back Paulo Banchero this strategy's come into question though as if he's your, one of your backup centers 16 minutes they persisted with him here his field goals the man can score he's got a couple of two good percentage from two pointers there but the defensive rebounds too nothing on offensive rebound Portis he probably deserved a bit more minutes Bobby Portis he gives him a bit of bulldog in the show at sort of um, stretch four um, 10 minutes 37 I think he deserved more look at this 75% there the man can hit a three but didn't take any on, on this occasion there what a game from Anthony Edwards 35 points we talked about it we should race to it 28 minutes and 40 only it, he took a few shots but he's still better than 50% there and um, his threes though he was willing to throw him he's, he's a brave shooter he hasn't seen too many shots he doesn't like the look of five of 13 there uh, at 33 percent so he could get that up to 40 I guess a couple of those might have just gone in but the man's are willing to take a shot and take the game on so we should give credit now to Lithuania for that 110 104 win what a great effort to hold the USA at bay when they were coming down to pressure them look at this evenness of scoring the scoring spread the number of players with 11 points 12 points 14 even getting to nine that is um a really shows what a great even effort it was they came prepared they've selected their team well as we said we're very impressed by the strength across the board and um, Jonas Valanciunas, lots been made of this advantage they had with these bigs, but 19 minutes, like didn't even play the 20, 12 points. Have a look at his good percentage there. He can hit a three, hit one early, but I thought, hello, he's going to keep taking them. Very clever, selective. It looked like he'd pick and pop more often, pop out, but he tended to roll in because he knew where he was needed and knew he might be able to get some advantage, uh, a big against a slightly smaller big for the USA seven rebounds great he got into that personal foul trouble a bit uh, too early in the third quarter which really made us wonder there were a couple of funny calls and we'd have to say but the US might say they uh, had some confusing calls as well but th the fact they were two in a row right there on um, Janice Valanciunas really looked like it could have been a turning point they went off it took them a little while to, to come back from that because the USA made a run Brasdikas we've talked about how strong he is the 11 points I think isn't really an indication the shot percentage of what a strong player he was for them there and um, 
what a great game also by uh, Karanowskis there, the top scorer. But look at the balance, great uh, percentage of points there and 11 rebounds up here uh, as well by Sedekakiskis. Uh, so I'll probably make a mess of that, so I won't say it again. But thank you, Lithuania, for showing us a great game. And um, what about what's coming up next for these teams and what other teams have got some great results? Great question there from Sean at Abbey Takeaway. Thanks for your questions. Thanks for being a subscriber. Great to have that international mix coming in. Um, Serbia. Um, beat the Dominicans. What a big gap that was there. As we know, we've talked about Lithuania, the Lakers and Austin Reeves. Spain, this was a close one. We've talked about that, just a three-pointer. Uh, Canada, the three-point loss to Canada by Spain. So Canada go ahead. Lithuania, Serbia, that's going to be a great physical game. But this is tonight's game. The USA versus Italy is the big man. Uh, Austin Reeves for the Lakers going to come back. Will Coach Kerr come up with some great strategy? Will they persist with small ball? Will they get Kessler Walker involved in the game a little bit more? Italy, what sort of form are they coming in with? Well, they've beaten Puerto Rico, who I think had a sneaky win against the Dominicans. So that was a good win by the Italians. Just here, Montenegro got the better of Greece. So Montenegro, that had asked a few questions by being ahead of the USA at half time. Brazil couldn't bounce back from that surprise win they had there against the Canadians and were dusted up 104 by Latvia, playing with the Latvian laser there, Davis Batons, and all playing without um, Porzingis there, Christos Porzingis. Germany continue to be impressive, so we're really looking for the next Germany game, 171. For Lakers fans, the Lakers that dusted up the Luka, that's got to be a podcast all by itself, but former Laker, um, recent Laker there, Dennis Schroeder, and former Laker, Mo Wagner, dusting up Slovenia, 100 to 71. Austin Reeves, the missing Maravich. That was our previous YouTube. If you haven't seen it, what would we like you to do? Look this one up. This is interesting. We've got more footage. We might have a part two on this one because plenty of people have, we've had a biggest response we've had to any of our YouTubes. Austin Reeves, the missing Maravich. Is he the missing link to Maravich? Look at the style of their games here very closely. We also want to look, we've got some moving footage of uh, Pistol Pete Maravich. So we'd love to show that to you if we get a chance to make a, uh, another YouTube um, analysing a little closer this likeness between the game of Austin Reeves and Pete Maravich. Well, thank you for watching. Please go and watch those other YouTubes, but please give us a like, comment, share and subscribe. You've been watching the Larry Lakers. We've got a podcast as well. The Dribbling Chit Chat, you send your questions in to us. Please comment. We'd love to look at the questions. The Larry Lakers at the Dribbling Chit Chat. Have a safe week. Enjoy the FIBA basketball games. Go the Lakers and all Laker connections.